Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up? Welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Games yesterday were weird, maybe. For Perloff, they were amazing. He was one at of them the was link. awesome. <laughs> yeah, they definitely were weird. Yeah, because one game was defined by injuries and the other game was defined by penalties. Yeah, I, the Eagles game actually reminded me a lot of the Vikings-Eagles NFC title game. Yeah. I, I think people, you can't underestimate the impact of that field for the Eagles. That First of all, the officials were terrified to call anything against them. These were 80,000 <laughs> people who were ready to jump over the fence and attack them. Yeah. Hey, no, by I the just, way, the Vaseline didn't help. No, no, it didn't seem to work. But I do think the link <laughs> is a huge advantage. No, they need to move on to something a little bit more. Like, is there something even slipperier? A different lubricant? I don't. <laughs> KY all, or something? I don't know. They need something bigger and better. Just let people climb the poles. Who cares? Is it really that much of a problem? I saw a video yesterday of like thirty, like 20 to 30 people standing on a bus stop in Philly as people are... <laughs> Stu, you saw this too? I did, yeah. Standing on the top of a bus stop, um, like, stand? Like pl- yeah, like a platform that you stand under. Yeah, yeah. right. To, like, sh- shield you from the rain. 25 people standing on top of it, and of uh, course it just breaks, and all these people just <laughs> fall right to the ground. Yeah, party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, party, sure. So I was uh, at the game, and I actually wanted to meet our CBS Sports Radio, Zach Gelb was there. Yeah. Show after ours. And he texted me, he said, come to G2 where I am. And I I got there, I couldn't find him. I texted him and I said, where in G2? He says, do you see the three women dancing on top of the bus? That's me. <laughs> that did not help at all. <laughs> that was one of 14 different scenarios in this particular parking lot. I never found him. Actually, I eventually found him. But it was the the level of insanity at an Eagles tailgate. You've seen the movie Silver Linings Playbook, right? Yeah, Where, it was how Bradley Cooper was at the game last Yeah, time. he's always at the big game. So Bradley Cooper gets out of his RV and starts a fight. I mean, the anger, energy, and the fun and the mischief is off the hook. It is Actually, as crazy as the reputation is for Eagles fans, they transcend that. They're way worse than people think. Man, Philly's just on one right now. You got Joel Embiid beat Jokic the other night, and now you know Phillies were in the World Series. I'm, I'm kind of scared what Philly has in store if the Eagles win another Super Bowl. And you know, really though, like all seriousness, 
I mean, Jalen Hurts is like winning over America. Not that he didn't. Yeah, and yeah. He was a star in college, so this is not new to anybody. But, man, like, even with the hurt shoulder and he wasn't even running as much as he needed to. And I actually thought that the Eagles probably could have scored even more. Kind of, you know, kudos to the 49ers defense. But Hurts is becoming Ooh. a superstar. I mean, he ran a lot yesterday, but it was hard because you have two superhumans running after you. Fred Warner's not of this earth. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't get anything going, but eventually the Niners were down. That's you why had I, your secret weapon, Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> well, he's amazing. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Big game Kenny. But Jalen Hurts, uh, he needed the defense to wear down. That does concern me a little bit. And you saw it with Mahomes, too, and you saw it with Dak Prescott against San Francisco. You got to be able to run as a quarterback. I think Joe Burrow did it, but... Jalen Hurts needs to be healthy and run for 65 yards yeah. against the Chiefs. We can't have any of this three-yard gain stuff. Well, Burrow didn't do it enough, but he I was know. so under siege he the really whole was. game. Yeah, I was surprised. In the past, we've seen him escape in those situations. I think Kansas City was aware of that. I'll tell you one thing about San Francisco, and I'm sorry to get into X's and O's again. They had no respect for the Eagles wide receivers. They did not double-team them once. Hmm. They were spying Hurts the whole time. Yeah. So I think that's something KC can learn from. A.J. Brown is not in a confident place right now. He is really a well, different player. Well, you're going to need him. I don't know, but you lost a KC-Cincinnati game. Is it going to be, are they the scary, explosive Kansas City team anymore? Have we seen that team this year? Well, I mean, they were losing wide receivers left and right. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk about, you know, playing with one hand tied behind your back. It wasn't just Mahomes, but also three receivers went out of the game. And there's, I mean, Juju, I hate Hardman, and Tony. Yeah. I don't want to bring it back to this, but not having Tyreek Hill, if you're an Eagles fan, makes me feel a lot better. I just don't see Kansas City as explosive right now. Well, like, I know it's Mahomes, but they're not really the same Mahomes team from before. I don't know. He found a way to get to MVS for over 100 yards receiving. I mean, that they had a little bit of a connection running. And then Pacheco, who was great, not so much in the run game, but in like the dump-off passes, and Pacheco runs angry, man. He's But he's you're asking a, a rookie to do a lot in a yeah. big game. I mean, that's all passing. They can't run. I mean, they only they had, what, 370 passing yards and only about 40 rushing yeah, yards. Yeah, they did not run the ball well. I just felt like Mahomes and Burrow were both in third and eight and third and nine all the time. It was really kind of an ugly, weird game. That game was even less predictable to me. I was watching the game, and I knew Cincinnati was going to do those second-half adjustments. You yep. always talk about that. And it looked like they had them. It looked like a typical Cincinnati comeback. But something just felt off with Cincinnati, and I think it might have been the lack of protection for Burrow. Oh, definitely. And it's a great point. And then it seemed like Burrow and Higgins were starting to cook a little bit. And then yes. he gets the ball tipped and it intercepted. And, you know, they it just never, like, had the same magic again. No. Like, he went a little deboyed in the beginning, and then he started finding Higgins. And We I mean, all thought that. Burrow was going to lead that drive at the end, though. I mean, definitely. You just two and a half minutes left. Burrow's got it, and Burrowhead. Now it's no longer Burrowhead. It is it, but Joe Burrow is still one of those quarterbacks who you do not want to have the uh, ball in his hand at the end of the game if you're facing them. He, I don't think Burrow. I know Mahomes really maybe took a, a step up. I don't think Burrow took a step down after this game. He is still a dangerous quarterback. I did not think that he took a step down, but Mike is in Indianapolis. Has a thought about Burrow. What's up, Mike? Yeah, I'm going to upset some folks. Um, I think we've elevated Joe Burrow way too quickly to that to the, quote, great or elite status. And let me tell you why. Um, you look at the two biggest games of his pro career, last year's Super Bowl and yesterday's game. Mm -hmm. He was outplayed by better passers and more experienced quarterbacks. 
Let me break it down for you real quick. Both Mahomes and Stafford had lost receivers, uh, were down to second and third and even rookies in, in the Super Bowl. Um, let's see, both led game-winning drives, both threw more touchdowns than Burrow. The reality is I think Burrow is a better-than-average quarterback, but I think we've gotten so caught up into his, I don't know, cult of personality, if you will. Yeah, right. Um, the cigars, the swag, the, you know, and we just hang on to his every word. And even the, you know, and even the punchable face, we've just gotten, <laughs> we've just gotten really just kind of caught up into his thing. And in reality, what has he really done? Well, he really now, beat Mahomes three times in a row. Okay, in regular season and in last year's playoff game. Right. I, I get that. But I watched last year's playoff game, and I really think that the Chiefs, and, and Mahomes especially, really, really got careless with that game. and Because mm-hmm. I, I remember that whole issue yeah. around uh, the red zone at the um, at, towards the end of the first half. But... I, I just think that we you need think to you think we elevated Joe somewhere. Burrow a little too fast, and that maybe he's yeah, yeah. like saying he's the next the Tom Brady. A bit. Yeah, right, right. Because you think about what Tom Brady did at his very first Super Bowl appearance. What did he do? John Madden's in the booth calling, "Hey, we they need to just run out the clock and go to overtime." And he's like, "Screw that!" <laughs> yeah, and right. he, you, but wait, you know, wait, Mike. Name three quarterbacks who are better than Burrow. I'm sorry? Name three quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are better than Joe Burrow. Well, what do you, what do you mean by better? Better. <laughs> uh, who do you take? No, no, no. What do you mean by what do you mean? Guys, guys, listen to, listen to what I'm asking. In what aspect of the position are you talking about better? Because, no, you again, need a quarterback for one playoff saying, game. You need I'm just pl- saying, I, look, guys, I'm saying look. Yet in last year's Super Bowl, he was outplayed. Okay, now the guy he went up against went through three straight fourth quarter comeback, uh, dri- uh, uh, yeah, comeback drives to win the game. And then we already know what Patrick Mahomes is. So, so my point is, is in these big moments, in right. these big games, he really—it's not that he plays bad. It's just that he doesn't do anything to propel the team forward. Well, Mike, I I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I just don't think that Perloff and I'm not going to speak for Perloff. I just don't think we agree. But you you make a case. I mean, I would say that going into Buffalo and beating that team in the snow, I think we were right to elevate Burrow after that. It was an amazing performance. Yeah, Um, and it was consistent with everything he'd done. I understand Mike's point. He He did not win that Super Bowl. But I still think there's only one quarterback you clearly take over. I mean, that's yeah, which Mahomes. is Mahomes. I guess I wonder if, say, the Rams, instead of losing Odell Beckham Jr. in that game, if they lost Cooper Cup, do you think they win? No, probably not. Right, but so I, I think Aaron Donald was in Burrow's lap in the whole fourth quarter. So I don't think you can blame Burrow for that. I, I'm not blaming Burrow for it. I guess I'm just saying, like, you know, what to Mike's point is, you know, the, hey, even oh, Stafford I, beat him and he had already lost a receiver. You know, he lost a big receiver in that game at Odell. And then you had, you know, Mahomes yeah, right. yesterday lost three receivers. But we don't want to take any away. Stafford was awesome in that Super Bowl. So, yes, he was. And so was Burrow. He was pretty good in that Super Bowl. He wasn't bad at all. That was a close game. He had the ball in his hands driving. And it was the defense that sealed the deal for the Rams. Uh, let's get to our pal Jay is in Alabama. has always got something interesting to say. What's up, Jay? Well, I did say last week, 
you know, the the Eagles are going to uh, – yeah, what's up, Perloff? You, you know you know this about the Eagles. But, um, <laughs> what's up, Jay? I did say the Eagles are going to crib walk all the way to the Super Bowl, but, I mean, I didn't mean literally as in San Francisco's whole quarterback room is hurt and crippled and they can't even <laughs> throw the ball. I mean, I didn't mean literally, but – um, as far as the officiating and people saying the game's being rigged and stuff like that, I kind of stopped even talking. I used to scream that from the mountaintops, but I kind of stopped that because basically what it all comes down to, us us football fans and, and the powers that be, you know, no matter what happens, we're still going to watch these games. So yeah. it's like it's almost like a crackhead on the street being mad at the dope dealer and you got to turn to the crackhead and say, oh, man, that's messed up. You're probably going to stop smoking crack, aren't you? Well, I didn't say all that now. <laughs> and that's basically us. But, um, Wait, what's I, going I on? That, that's, <laughs> what, Jay, that's what I always think when people say they're going to stop watching the NFL for a certain reason. Yeah, and I'm right. like, I've heard this a lot, and I, I, I know very few people. I'm not going to say I know none, but I know very few people who turned it off. Nobody's going to turn it off. That's just, you know, people speaking out in frustration whatever. I was thinking the beginning of that Philly game, like after um, after um, um, our man got hurt for San Francisco, you know, I was looking at Philly like, why are they playing like this? What's, what's going on? Something ain't right. But, you know, after looking at it, they didn't have to. Because they're saying, you know, Jalen played bad and stuff like He didn't have to play good. They really didn't. That was like, you know how they got seven on seven. Well, yeah. also, um, they have – it's called Army-Navy. When the O-line goes to the D-line, it's running backs against linebackers. That's basically what that whole game was. Yep. It wasn't even 7-on-7. Seven seven. It was Army-Navy. They didn't really have to do anything. Nobody exerted themselves during that game. Nobody got hurt. They're going to be fresh and free, ready to play. And this next two weeks is just going to be like humble pie. Just everybody stay humble. Um, you, you know, sip some humble sauce. I might move to humble bulk in New Jersey, an imaginary place in South Jersey, and just shut up for the next two weeks, and hopefully we walk onto that podium. But as far as, like, you know, if you're a gambler or whatever, you got to take these things, you know, the officiating everything, take that into consideration when you place your bets. That's all I got to say. Besides that, you're not going to stop watching the game. All right, Jay. Solid call all the way around. I I wonder if Philadelphia might end up making what seemed like the mistake that can't that that Cincinnati made, a little too much bulletin board material. But, you know, but they haven't said anything specifically about Kansas City. Not yet, but we got two weeks here. So do we have a little the Chris Jones, Chris Jones after the fact talking about how much the Burrow had bothered them? I'll tell y'all something, man. Don't ever. Disrespect Arrowhead. I don't care how many times you done beat us. Don't ever disrespect Arrowhead Stadium. We asked this question last week where the Bengals started to become a little overconfident. You know, they were talking a really big game here. And whether it you you think it's disrespectful that, of course, players are going to play hard in an AFC championship game. But clearly... This bothered them. Whether it made them play harder, I don't know. But Kansas City was bothered by all the smack talk that Cincinnati was bringing. So let me ask you this. If they did not get that late hit and either punted or missed the field goal, it goes overtime, and And Cincinnati wins 23-20, are we saying today, look, man, Cincinnati, I know they won. They overcame their own trash talk. No, we're saying (laughs) this is a confident team. They believed in themselves and they knew they could win. These narratives 
for that reason are flawed because that outcome could have gone either way. And I don't even like the, I think the chiefs are going overboard with, and the jabroni stuff. Come on, you were at home and that was a narrow, narrow win. Yeah. I don't even know. I wonder if they're talking, they're acting like they won their Super Bowl, which is honestly, I'm a little nervous for them. You jabroni. Yeah. The Eagles didn't have any of that energy. The Eagles were, were psyched, but they were just like, oh, we're happy to be here. I don't think they were rubbing in the face of San Francisco by any means. No, they weren't. And you wouldn't after a game like that. But they were really yeah, excited. I mean, you just beat <laughs> Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson combination with like Christian McCaffrey taking a wild cat snaps. Well, a, I mean, a wild cat snap. Yeah. It's I, not I, like you just, you know, beat the who's who of quarterbacks in the NFL. No I, yeah, I got to tell you, though, that San Francisco team. Oof. The defense is so good. I mean, and the running game, there was a couple plays. where McCaffrey, you saw him break all those tackles, and he's hurt. And then Debo, I saw him break a couple tackles. That game was... No Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, that game was not an easy uh, win, as everyone is saying. No, San Francisco, what? thank God for the Purdy injury, because otherwise that would have been a battle. They started doing that reverse handoff thing. And it never went anywhere, and but they kept having to go to it because they just didn't have yeah. enough run plays. It was just too. It was no, painful the, to watch. No, they, the game after after the injury and after the fumble by Josh Johnson, the yeah. game was over. But that was an even evenly matched team. There, there's so many good players. Tavares Ward is glue. I mean, he is glue, and thank God he's not on the Chiefs anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I just think that this this could have gone either way. I don't love the narrative that that all came down to How about you know, the Burrowhead stuff. The, the mayor did not cost him that game. The refs, <laughs> maybe. I'll go there, but not the mayor. Man, the, the mayor calling him out, someone said this. We, do we have Someone said that um, there's no way that mayor is getting reelected. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know when he's up for reelection. But I heard that and I got a kick out of it. I forgot who said it. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up, see you guys on the phones. You want to get in on talking about these uh, games from yesterday. We're here for you all day, every day. Coming up, though, the big change that's also coming to Dallas. Will it make a difference in the Cowboys' Super Bowl hopes? We've got that for you as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff. You know, we're... Across the country on our amazing affiliates on CBS Sports Radio, we are on the free Odyssey app. We are on Sirius XM. We're also streaming live on YouTube right now, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come on in. Quick, if I can ask a favor, if you're in the chat, hit subscribe. That would be awesome. And we're hanging out with the Weedos here today. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This NFL postseason. Every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free, all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, there's still a lot to break down from Sunday's games. I'm still seeing a lot of a lot of people are not happy, Maggie, uh, from the Cincinnati side. Oh God, no! I mean, you got to be devastated if you are a Cincinnati Bengals fan today. Nothing short of devastated because of the officials, though, not because of what happened on the field. But I could I think both. Well, I don't know about on the field. I feel like all the ire is for the officials. That there's an assumption that if the game was called fairly, that the Bengals would have found a way to win in the fourth quarter. That assumption may that's not my assumption, but I am seeing a lot of that on social media from Bengals fans. Well, I mean, I think it'd be hard to watch that game and not think, not that they're doing it intentionally, but like, man, kind of feels like Kansas City got a lot of calls. Now listen, Kansas City got some calls against them. There was a taunting penalty for on their offensive lineman that negated a huge play that was kind of weak. Uh, they had the holding penalty on the Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco touchdown that was a little bit suspect. I, mean, I know, but are we sitting here and every holding call is a little bit suspect. No, and there's the, a million in every game. I, I honestly, I feel like there's been too much of a microscope on every call in this game. Well, there was one holding call, though, that was missed. I thought an egregious one that happened on the same play that Joseph Osai pushes Patrick Mahomes out of bounds as Mahomes is already out of bounds. He pushes Mahomes even further out of bounds. And Mahomes takes a tumble. Uh, Osai gets called for the unnecessary roughness. I thought that should have been offsetting penalties once you see the holding call. Okay. Uh, Towards former lineman broke down in total detail why that was not a holding call. I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on holding call. I don't honestly. I don't really understand it some of the time. And it, I just think that there's a hundred holding calls a game. Are we really going to sit here and litigate all of them? Well, I think in a moment where you're about to throw a flag that is, I would, what would you say, 80% is probably going to decide this game. 
when you call that unnecessary roughness, which is the right call. They should have called it. But you're 80% influence in the game. Maybe if something else happens on that play, I would probably take a look at it just to make sure that I'm all buttoned up before I essentially decide this game with on this last final penalty. Okay. That's what I would like. Take I, that's a look. Wait, hope. take a look. You you can't call holding has to be called in the moments. You can't go back. Well, it was missed. I mean, well, here's what Jeff Schwartz, uh, former NFL offensive yeah. lineman, said. He said, "You cannot ask Brown or Orlando Brown to have his hands in better position. The defender dips to avoid the chip. Brown is bigger and stronger. He locks him up. He goes with a rip move on Smith. A rip move is not a holding until the offensive lineman gets behind the defensive line. Offensive lineman stays between the tackle and the quarterback." In other words, we have no idea what's really going okay. on here. It was at least, and I understand what he's saying, it was at least an iffy one, and Mahomes was already pretty far away from the defender. I mean, on the broadcast, they made it seem like that was a hold that got missed. So I mean, I'm lucky. There's three, There's another play right next to him where a Kansas City, throws, uh, Kansas City offensive lineman throws another Bengals guy to the ground. That looks like holding, too, but this is every single pass play. Well, it's once the defender wants to disengage from the offensive lineman to try to go chase Mahomes. Was he allowed to disengage? And I don't think that he was allowed. 855 in real CBS. time, this is bang, bang, bang. Honestly, th- this seems like but a somehow, stretch to say the game came down to that misholding call. I mean, but somehow they end up calling these all the time, right? If like you make it seem like, how could they ever get a holding call? I mean, they call plenty of them I during watch the game. That. I love there's a one yard run and they call an offensive holding or a defensive holding on a one yard run play <laughs> yeah. that's bang bang. How do you have time to have a substantial hold on a one run? I, honestly, don't get me started. I think holding you're getting into a really difficult territory if you're going to sit and litigate every holding call. Yes, Sandra. The one thing I'll say is kind of to your point: if there was even an inkling of potential holding because of the late hit. I almost would have liked to have seen the rest. I'm like, okay, let me throw the flag. There was a hold there. I may not have called it otherwise, but I don't want that late hit to dictate the AFC champion. So, like, since there was no, a I hold. No, I think they missed the hold. Like, you can't, I think they you just can't missed go it. back and call no, a posthumous back, hold. Like, I, I think, again, you know, if he sees, like, you know, maybe in his head he's saying to himself, I probably am not going to call that hold, and then he can throw the flag later. Like, the play's still happening, there, and you can throw the but flag. But then you just throw a flag on every play and then decide if you want to pick it up. I mean that—that's the slippery uh, slope of but you, that. You wouldn't—you would never pick up a holding flag. You'd, there are certain situations where you pick up the flag. They couldn't pick that up. Also, the Mahomes hit came three seconds later. If they'd thrown a flag for holding four seconds later, we've seen flags come in like super late. Later. Yeah. Most often on pass interference and things like that, not hold. Well, you can't call hold. This is a minute later. That'd be bizarre. This well, if it's is four a, seconds. I think you can pull it off. But here's it, the, this is the thing that the NFL is going to have to reckon with here moving forward is what do they want with this NFL replay assist? How much do they want New York or the officials who are in a booth with access to all of the cameras, how much impact do they want those people to have on the game? Because they're watching in real time with every camera angle. They don't have to wait for Fox or CBS. They can just do it. Like, how much do you want Big Brother essentially calling the game? I want it all. But obviously, they would never, never touch holding. That is never going to be a camera assisted play. That'd be insane. You know, they can't call down in time. You got to call holding on the spot because there's an official who's assigned to each blocking engagement. And you can't say five seconds later, like a pass interference call. It's never, ever going to happen. I thought they missed a big one. Joe is in Florida. Joe, what's up, dude? What's going on? How are you? I got, I'm pretty good. Thank you. I got several things. I'll go as quick as I can. Uh, There's some guys that called up about four or five calls ago. I think he's day drinking. <laughs> For me, like, you, you guys talk about watching the game, and it's kind of clear 
whether it's on purpose or not, that the refs were leaning towards KC. That was clear. And 80% of the game, it's not about Joe Burrow smoking a cigar. It's not about Joe Burrow being Joe Cool. What it's about is protection. Any of us, no matter what job we do, if there's 325-pound guys trying to kill us and take our kneecaps out, cannot do our jobs. Uh, so every single time that Burrow dropped back, 80% of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, he basically had zero time. Yeah. And, you know. The injuries on the offensive Burrow, line showed up last yesterday because Chris Jones was zero, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I, I think Perloff is wrong, I think – Obviously, the motivation is at an all-time high in an AFC championship game. But I was an athlete. I'm not saying I was a professional athlete, but but I tell you what, when people run their mouth, athletes get motivated, and athletes hear it. And that is why they said what they said after the game. And that mayor screwed himself and screwed his city by running his mouth. And when you say, oh, you know, he might be his father, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just stupid to say that stuff. But, Joe, that game um, could have gone either way. Are we ripping the mayor if the Chiefs, if the, if the Bengals when, win? When he's wrong. He is wrong for doing it because when you make a guarantee, if you notice, it's always the guys that can't play making the guarantee. The Eli Apple or the Patrick Ewing's. Mike Smith, <laughs> Anthony Smith going back in the day, Joey Porter. They all make these guarantees. Joey Porter was awesome. pressure. <laughs> No, Joe, I, I, I get what you're saying. That's the people who are running their mouth are the ones who don't actually have to back it up. I, I just want to pause on one thing, Joe, uh, and it's a great call. Appreciate the passion and the enthusiasm. So we had not talked about this, Perloff, but the mayor of Cincinnati, who beyond calling it Burrowhead, which Mike Hilton had done and others, he, on Friday after our show was done, he made a proclamation ugh, that Joe Burrow, he said this in jest, should have to take a paternity test to determine if he's the father of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So I don't know if the audience knew that. I know you did. But Okay. It's it was that was in poor taste. I mean, that's an understatement. Uh, are was, we are we talking well, about, about Burrow Are we talking about sports here or is this the UN and people are supposed to be diplomatic? Come on, people trash talk. I, I'm not saying the, the mayor, mayor should have got it. <laughs> yeah, the mayor if if they had won, that mayor would be getting carried around on people's shoulders right now around the streets of Cincinnati. I know, but they did it. And that's they to did, Joe's but, point. It's yeah. always the person talking smack who doesn't have an impact in the game. Now, he brought up, you know, some athletes who I would oh. disagree did have an impact in the game. But, like, that's the point of the mayor. The mayor's talking all this smack, and he d- has zero impact on the game. So he's writing checks that the players are supposed to yeah. cash. Like, don't do that. No, the mayor is out of line. I totally agree. But this idea that... The only the scrubs talk trash like Eli Apple. No, I mean honestly, that Michael Jordan was the ultimate. But the two ultimate <laughs> yeah. trash talkers in basketball were Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Yeah. I seem to think they won a lot. <laughs> the ultimate football trash talker is Deion Sanders, yep. and he won a ton. So this is ridiculous that so you can't talk trash. Yeah, Perloff had the Patrick Ewing ready to go. That wasn't nice to Ackerman. <laughs> uh, that gets under my skin. <laughs> By the way, speaking of New York, Philly, I hated those things, but but still. when he guaranteed, yeah, yes. that was a mistake. I'm no, sorry. but Mark Messier is a legend forever because he yeah, he guaranteed. It. I honestly, this whole Cincinnati storyline could have been they convinced them they they needed to build themselves up to be confident. They showed that they could talk the talk and walk the walk because that game, I'm telling everyone out there, could have easily gone Cincinnati's way. Absolutely, it could have. Yeah, if they're if they if Joseph Osai doesn't get flagged. Yeah. 
it probably goes to overtime, and who knows what happens at overtime. Can I put another spin on it? Yeah. Are we sure that all this stuff about, you know, Andy Reid got up there. He wasn't talking any trash. He said, we have a big game ahead of us. He was not talking any trash. And a lot of the Eagles players were like, we have a lot more work to do. I don't want to hear we just won this gigantic game. Who cares? You got another game. I, I don't know what. I, the Chiefs, I think, are going a little overboard. Okay. They have another game, a much harder game, to be honest. Okay. I'm old enough to remember when Nick Sirianni compared Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan. That was <laughs> last week. No, Sirianni, <laughs> that was, was, last Sirianni week. was talking a lot of trash. No, yeah. Sirianni was I great. I believe he called out one of the hosts on Philadelphia radio for criticizing Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator. Sirianni but, won't stop talking. Yeah, yeah, Sirianni is definitely closer to what Cincinnati is doing. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't hear Jalen Hurts say, uh, no, Hurts we showed San Francisco was talking a lot of trash. In fact, I know they got in a little fight at the end, and that was mostly Sirianni's fault for hyping up the crowd, and Shanahan didn't like it. But I, I disagree with Shanahan there. Sirianni was waving like this to the crowd. You can't see me on radio waving. Yeah. Hands uh, in the air. He was putting the hands in the air saying, hey, let's get into it, and San Francisco took exception to that. Well, and then Trent Williams, like, yeah. tossed a dude on the floor, on the ground. I, I, I think that in that atmosphere, Sirianni was just interacting with the crowd. I thought San Francisco was just frustrated with the way it went down. It was not the worst trash talk. I, but, and the other thing, too, one more thing. I think this chiefs Bengals rivalry is awesome. I think this is the best thing to happen. It reminds me of the Ravens-Steelers. Yeah. Let's go. I don't care. I, I want more trash talk. I want more fighting. I want them to play next year. Sorry. I want your bills <laughs> to be in the mix, yeah, too. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, you want more mayors calling for paternity I want, tests. Oh, I want this. They seem to really dislike each other. This is good TV. Oh, that I Buffalo wish, mayor. He's trouble, though. Which are uh, the Buffalo mayor? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm it's a woman. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. She is trouble. She is absolutely. What did they do? A chicken wing bet versus? <laughs> sure. No, but like the food bets are always fun. The trash talk. This guy went a little bit overboard. This guy was feeling himself. The paternity test was was, was a bit much <laughs> That's from like a mayor. When you're on one, you know, and you're just like, and we're gonna. It's one thing though if he's like out with fans and he's just kind of talking and it's kind of off the cuff. This was a prepared speech that he threw that out there. Like that's something. Honestly, I, I want my mayor to focus about 70% of his energy on football and the other 30% on <laughs> civic parking. duties. I remember that Boston mayor who kept screwing up the Tom names. Tom Yeah, yeah. What, what was the one that yeah, he... He called um, uh, Vinatieri Veritech when Veritech split the uprights. Yeah, with Veritech. <laughs> See, that is a much worse crime to yeah. me. Or was it... And Coakley, who ran for Senate in Massachusetts, said Kurt Schilling was a Yankee and it cost her the election in Boston, as it should have. I'm telling you, this might cost this guy. Well, at least he's into it. At least he's a super fan. I I think it's better to to be too into it than to not know what you're talking about. How about was the the mayor of Brooklyn pointed out a guy in the city hall and he was like, get that Boston hat out of here. And it was like an old Brooklyn Dodgers hat. And it's like, oh, buddy. Well, you're, oh, don't do that. That's rough. But I mean, maybe his eyesight wasn't great. He just couldn't see fully. Then but don't say anything. Yeah, that's true. But what about also, I mean, we're talking about all this interstate and intercity. What, what about the Empire State Building last night? I know. Everyone was so deeply offended by that. How did Perloff get a control of the Empire State <laughs> Building? <laughs> it's crazy. Can I say something? And I've lived in New York now for a long time, but Everyone in New York sounded like a bunch of crybabies last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Empire State Building. They didn't light up Yankee Stadium. It's the Empire State Building, okay. not the City of Brotherly Love Building. They announced before the game started, hey, we're going to light up the teams who win the NFC and the AFC Championship game. They both get like an hour. And everyone in New York acted like someone came in and told us the pizza sucks. The Fly like, Eagles fly on the tweet was also terrible. Well, they're just trying to... 
hashtag it so that people see it. It was like, I can't get over how offended everybody was. That one struck a nerve. Stu, Mike, Ackerman, I know everybody here was really mad offended. About it. Here's the, I if, loved it. If, oh, you say, liked it? Yeah, yeah. If the 49ers had won, nobody would have cared because no one cared the Chiefs' colors were up. It's Philly, right? If, yeah. if, if the Red Sox had won the World Series yeah. and you have Red Sox colors on the Empire State Building, like that's blasphemous. Like New York, Boston, Philly, you do not connect the, them together. I hated it. Yeah. I will be the first to admit it. I, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not losing sleep over it, but... I oh, just I think lost sleep over it. <laughs> Samter tweeted to us and or texted it to us, and nobody responded. <laughs> I just pretended that that was the gang green colors. Of I was green driving, and, white, and that meant that Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York. That's oh, yeah. what I. That was the bat signal for Aaron Rodgers yeah, yeah. is coming to the Jets. Yeah. It should be either a New York thing or if there's something big nationally. You know, that was big nationally, but yeah. I was it's, so they, they they probably got money from the NFL. I was no? driving home from the Eagles game, by the way. The entire every single building in the city of Philadelphia had turned all its lights to green. It was really cool looking, but it dawned on me that must have cost more money. This is a city that's in total chaos right now. It looks like they spend $75 million <laughs> to turn all the lights green for 15 minutes. Yeah. Sorry, so everybody. No yeah. more kindergarten. Yeah. But yeah. We got the, uh, the, no, lights the, are green. the pre-gay pro- program is that, and believe me, that would get you elected in Philadelphia to just put all your resources into supporting the Eagles. You yeah. would be mayor for life. Well, it's whoever decided to, you know, uh, make the Chicago river green, during St. Patrick's yeah. Day, yeah, right. like that the guy whole budget. forever. Yeah. By the way, they <laughs> that don't complain forever. that it's Eagles colors. They're fine with it. It's Irish. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was aware of why they turned the river green <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were. No like big Dartmouth fans. <laughs> yeah. Green wave. <laughs> yeah, March 17th, they're like, well, it's almost draft time, and the Eagles are going to make a great pick. Why, what you, you really thought I thought that was Eagles? <laughs> No, I just thought you meant, I don't know what I thought. (laughs) But I know that you can no longer have snow removal in Philadelphia because you had to turn all the lights green. That's it. It's over. Trust me. Things like, well, there is no snow anymore, thank God, because it would not be removed in a timely fashion. Nothing's getting fixed either. All those light posts that came down. Okay. Uh, We'll get back to your phone calls. We see you guys. You want to talk about the officiating from last night and the games from yesterday. We want to hear from you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We will also get into the big changes coming to Dallas. You've got to hear this right after a CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So much to dissect from yesterday's AFC and NFC Championship game. A lot of controversy in both games. We've been talking to you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We're also lit in the chat today. This has been a fun one. Go to 
YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You can click on our live feed and get involved with the show. Now, Nathan is calling from Los Angeles. He's got a bit of a prediction for this week. Hey, Nathan. Hey. uh, So my focus is actually a little bit more on the uh, storylines going into the next couple of weeks. And so how many interviews do you think uh, Donovan Nav is going to field (laughs) for the next two weeks? Wait, Nathan, do you have like a personal stake in this or do you, you want to hear more no. from McNabb or you don't want to hear from McNabb? No, I'm just, <laughs> I just know how this goes that like, you know, people will sort of have two weeks worth of fame, infamy, attention on themselves. That's not really for them. It's this, they're our vehicle to tell a story that we want to tell. Okay. And you're just, you're predicting that McNabb's going to be all over the place. Nathan, thank you for the phone call. I don't know, Perloff, you're the resident Eagles fan. How yeah. much McNabb do you want in your life? So listen, I just want to get a sense of what Donovan McNabb is up to. He apparently met with fans on Thursday night in Deptford, New Jersey. I mean, that's big time. At a Dick's <laughs> and did a signing. Oh, wow. At a Dick's Sporting Goods. So listen, he's yeah, he's going to be huge. Now, I thought Nathan was going to call and say what's going to happen in the Super Bowl is reminiscent of when the Eagles played the Patriots and McNabb threw up on the last drive and uh, made a I couple of mistakes. I don't see that coming from Jalen Hurts. He's a cool customer. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. You're saying McNabb threw up because he was nervous? I thought he was dehydrated and out of gas. Yeah, I guess maybe dehydrated. I don't see that coming from Hurts either. No, I, I don't <laughs> either. But I, don't, I have no guarantee that Jalen Hurts is going to play a good game because we haven't seen Jalen Hurts play a good game in, since when? We haven't seen Philadelphia have to play a four-quarter game in how long? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. Gardner Minshew in the Eagles Cowboys game. Gardner Minshew doesn't count. But he played. You, so you're taking away the two Gardner Minshew games. So immediately in the last game, the Giants didn't play their starters. So that's three games that were knocked off. Yeah. There was a Giants playoff game. I mean, he got hurt in the game against Chicago, right? Jalen Hurts. That ended up being that was a 25 20 game. That was, yeah. I mean, but what's your point? That the, the Eagles are not battle tested? Yeah. That's my point. All right. <laughs> I mean,. I don't think you can really even argue with me about that one. Uh, John is in Detroit, wants to talk about the referees. What's up, John? How are you? Hey, how are we doing today? We're doing excellent. What do you have on the refs from yesterday? Well, the bottom line is this. You know, you got two of the best teams, in my opinion, going to the Super Bowl that I've seen in a long time right now. You know, we can all talk about blah, blah, blah. Super Bowls are typically blowouts, I'm sorry, I'm driving right now, but at the end of the day, these two teams are tough and they're great. You got two great quarterbacks and two great teams ranked all over the boards yeah. of being number all this all that. So you think we should stop so, complaining about the referees and just enjoy the matchup? Well, I'm going to tell you about the referees. Oh, okay. Okay. In Perloff's point, and Maggie, I love you to death, but you can call a holding call on every play. Okay. I mean, bottom line. Those guys are out there, and they're fighting in that in that gridiron like you. I mean, come on. When you're in that gr- trenches, I mean, they're, they're doing anything and everything just to do what they got to do. So you can call a holding play on everything. Okay, one thing, John, the, coming up later in the show, I'm not going to hang up on you, John, I promise. I'm not going to hang up on you. But coming up later in the show, Gene Sterator is going to join us. CBS Sports, you saw him all yesterday. He was all over the broadcast. We'll ask him about, what, about the holding call. Sorry, go ahead. A holding play. I mean, come on, man. 
It was a big moment, though. It felt like it was a, a big like, call. I mean, you could play that. You could call that. I mean, the refs could call that on every single play if they wanted to. Yeah, but I some mean, are more egregious than others, don't you think? No, I think they call it when the okay. defensive guy slips and goes to the ground. That's most of the time. And I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna give Maggie a point that you are correct. I mean, you can definitely. I mean, if it's obese, I mean, if it's something that's so outrageous, yes, absolutely. I mean, get out of my way. But I mean, those guys are. I mean, you cannot call bowling play when a feather drops between two people and they're out there. <laughs> You got 350-pound people beating the hell out of each other. (laughs) No, I get it. And, you know, you don't want the ticky-tack stuff, John. You and I are 100% on the same page with that. You don't want the ticky-tack stuff. I didn't think that one was ticky-tack. We're going to have to agree to disagree. Let's go to Will in North Carolina. Thank you for the call. What's up, Will? How are you? I'm all right. Y'all doing okay? You know, we're doing good. What's on your mind? Uh, Two things. Um, About... I don't know. I'm I'm not going to blame the AFC Championship on the refs, but I mean, there was like two or three times. Was it just me, or did y'all pick up on it? Like, you know, they uh, they blew the whistle. It's the deal with the whistle and like continuing the play. There was. I, I mean, I'm sitting here in my living room on my butt on my couch, and I could hear the whistle <laughs> like on TV. And I mean. That happened like two or three times, and you know the last one resulted in just like a a free play for Patrick. But I mean, I they they didn't stop the game, and like there was two or three calls, like two or three times I heard the whistle, you know, in my living room, and you know, you but, felt like you heard the whistle, but they didn't hear it on the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, uh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Ma- thank you. Will. I, I get that, Maggie. You were one of a few people who who tweeted, I think it was the Eagles looked like they were getting offsides every play. I thought I was hallucinating. Yeah, there was, a, and there was, I think there was, a, there was other players who looked like they were jumping early every play. I think it was Lane Johnson. It was Lane just Johnson, like, yeah. it seemed like he was leaving a tick early, and then I swear, the whole second half didn't happen. It was only in the first half, because then I started watching it very specifically. One, can I weigh in one more quick tweet on yeah. the supposed hold on last play? Joe Thomas, one of the greatest left tackles of all time. This is not a hold. Get over yourself if you think it was. Because that gets called only in high school, but it's not within the bounds of what is considered holding in the NFL because Brown's hands were inside the framework of the DE cylinder and the feet were not beat. I told you about yes. the cylinder yesterday, Maggie. <laughs> yeah. That was clearly inside the cylinder. <laughs> Obviously, everybody knows that. So it was not offensive interference and the dunk counts. Well, I don't even know what, what the heck about, Joe Thomas is talking about. What about the trapezoid, though? He's yeah, calling yeah. the cylinder. What the about the parallelogram? A, that's an NBA thing, right? He touched <laughs> the ball in the cylinder. Yeah. Yes, it's, uh, so I don't want to hear about three seconds. I don't want to hear about holding from anybody other than Gene Serator or a former NFL lineman. <laughs> Gene Serator is going to come up in the next hour. We'll get to the Cowboys news too and more on the AFC and NFC championship games. Don't move. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 